Here we go. Time for a show. <sighs> All these little adjustments. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Wednesday, August 26th, 2020. My name is Jeremy, and this is a cat. <laughs> and this is a very full cup of coffee. Whoops. My first cup of coffee. Good morning, Stacy. I don't know if Zusa has taken my last name. As as crotchety as she is, she may have other feelings on that. Well, uh, sleep was not the easiest thing last night. The uh, there are critters in the roof. The last time I dealt with them, I put an insane amount those little blocks those little poison blocks up there and if you're new to the show i have good morning john uh if you're new to the show i haven't found anything else that works i've tried everything else dealing with these guys uh but apparently those are out because something's up there it sounds small it's probably probably a young chipmunk but chipmunk's life or my ability to sleep i'm i'm choosing sleep it was, it was like every, as soon as I drifted off again, running and chewing, ugh, chewing in my roof. Drives me crazy. I want to build a house that's, I don't know, something. Something chipmunk proof. I actually kind of want a house made of concrete. Uh, at least all of the, the outer walls. I have so much cat hair on my beard. This is the, tro the problem with having the beard the facial hair, the short, is that it's like Velcro to cat hair. Velcro for you hair. There are companies out there working on 3D printing houses out of concrete, which fascinates me. And if we can, if we can dial that in, we can all have houses for far less money, far simpler, far less construction, far longer lasting, less maintenance. It's just, Concrete is an absolutely wonderful material. We could do so much with it. And if it's 3D printed, it can be pretty precise. Concrete can be colored. Anyway. This isn't first cup with talk of concrete. This is, this is martial arts time. did two interviews yesterday. It went well. Uh, one of them was better than the other, as you would expect to happen. Uh, one of them got a lot better as we went. You know, this was somebody who I think was so surprised that we had invited them that... Uh, It took this person like 30 minutes to 
warm up. Stacy says, we could demolish houses by kicking them down. We could. That having a, a martial arts demolition company. You charge people because we're going to come demo your house and then we charge the students because who wouldn't pay to kick down a house? Except they got to do it in a big helmet. If you've ever tried to kick anything down, anything remotely reinforced, it is dramatically different than breaking a board. Breaking boards is great. But I think a lot of people break one or two boards and they think, oh, this isn't that hard. It's a lot harder. Now I know Stacy breaks many boards at once. She understands. Some of, the, some of you others out there may as well. What else happened yesterday? Went to the gym, had a good workout, ate some tasty food. Um, talked with my neighbors. It's a pretty good day. Today, uh, today I gotta do the books and then run off to a client. We're doing, we're filming all day. Uh, this should be a fun project. Filming some video, uh, which is going to lead in a campaign with a website and a whole bunch of other things. Should be cool. And I don't know what I'll do after that. Probably go to the gym. Maybe I'll go for a walk. Who knows? Who knows? got cold out. It's like 50s, low 50s. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I want, I always struggle with this, this time of summer. You know, you can, cause it's still here, but you can tell it's leaving. You know, it's, it's the, it's the last full day of vacation. It's, it's still great, but you're, you're holding on to it so desperately cause you know, Soon, tomorrow, whatever. It's it's gonna be gone. This has been a really good summer. Quiet summer. None of the awful things withstanding, of course. I've enjoyed spending more time at home this summer. Now, if I could just not work at home so much. I've discovered that that's really a critical piece for me. I thought it was a big deal. It's a huge deal. The days, what day was it? Was it Monday? Monday. Monday I left the house at like 8.30 and came back at like 6.30. And it was a great day because I wasn't here trying to balance work and all the other things that happened in my home. I wasn't having to deal with this one asking for food every 10 seconds. I've got a new strategy for her. I put her food back in the fridge when she's not eating it. We'll see if that helps. It seems like it might be. What else going on today? I don't think there's anything else to say. Next Tuesday is the first of the month. First Tuesday of the month, of course, Whistlekick Live. It will be the 12th one. 
it will be a year. We are finishing up the first year of Whistlekick Live, and we just keep chipping away, making a little bit better, working with Gabe. He's been great in this project. Really, really happy to work with him. And uh, there's somebody else who there's an idea I'm kicking around. Might might bring this person around for something. We had a good chat last week. Anyone else chat again? Looking for a way to incorporate him. So we'll see what we can do. All right, let's see what you all wrote for me to talk about. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you have anything that you want me to read on the air and chat about, just drop in the comments below after the close of the episode. And today, what do we got? Today we got some stuff from Frank. Frank, as always, makes sure that I have things to talk about. Thank you. Shout out to Frank. Love Frank. Frank is a great guy. Funny guy. All right. On the path of the Budo, one does not strive for victory over an opponent. One strive to avoid defeat by one's own self. Akira Toriyama. Let me read that one again. It's dense. On the path of the Budo, Budo, for those of you who don't know that word, means uh, way, uh, or more, more appropriately, a code. Do is way. Uh, it's a code. One, on the path of the Buddha, one does not strive for victory over an opponent. Okay? When you're following the martial artist code, you're not trying to beat people. One strives to avoid defeat by one's own self. Try not to get in your way. Try to set yourself up for success. Don't Sacrifice yourself. Don't be your own worst enemy. Sounds like a personal growth quote to me. I switched coffee back. I'd been drinking that Folgers for a couple weeks. So switched back to the... Uh, what is this? This is a Costco Guatemalan whole bean who's medili. It's good coffee. You don't drink coffee. You'll, you like to try to put your tail in coffee, though. That used to be her thing. In the morning, she would... You know, I think sometimes we act like animals can't control their tails. This one definitely can. She's like, oh, tail, coffee. And she's succeeded. Not for a while, because I, I watch for that. She's a crazy fuzzball. Mm. I had a really good workout yesterday. I'm a little more sore than I wanted to be. Possibly because I didn't sleep well because of stupid chipmunks. Can you hear those birds? Stupid crows. I haven't heard the crows for a while. Actually, not not opposed to hearing them this infrequently. Anyone can be tough for a season. It takes a special kind of human to rise to life's challenges for a lifetime. Chris Matakis. 
Mm. It takes a special kind of human to rise to life's challenges for a lifetime. We've talked about this in a few different ways. It's easy to, not easy, it's easier to say, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to train hard for this event. I'm going to diet until uh, this goal is reached. Stacy says, a murder of crows. Hear them loud and clear. Good. There's going to be a murder of crows. I would like for you all to hear them. We struggle with things that are ongoing. How many people start training martial arts and don't stop ever? Oh, very few. How many people train without breaks? Very few. I take breaks. I would say I'm in a break right now. It's from formal training anyway, and that's that's more or less not my choice, but if I if it was critically important to me, I could I could get to classes. You know, we went all summer without you having very many mats. And now you're getting mats again. I struggle with ongoing things. But I think more so I struggle with ongoing things that are that I don't need to make better. Like brushing my teeth. I do a fine job brushing my teeth. I've never had a cavity. I don't want to brush my teeth anymore. It's annoying. It's boring. I, I don't need to get better at it. I have no desire to get better at it. Same thing with, say, washing the dishes or mowing the lawn, taking out the trash, these monotonous things. I've got other stuff to spend my time and my brain power on that I'd much rather use the time and brain power for. Like, I don't know, whistlecake stuff. Kind of a hard stop on that one. A threat should never be spoken. Your enemy should not be told of your intentions. Either take decisive action or refrain from it, but never threaten. So Bazad Amadi. Yes, fully agree. We, I don't know if it's human instinct or if it's movies that have conditioned us to think that, you know, when you're going to, take vengeance on someone that you have to declare it. There's, there's something gratifying, I think, about that idea. I think knowing that your enemies know you're the one that took vengeance and there was nothing they could do, I think there's something gratifying in that. Uh, you know, there, there are some people that I feel wrong to me recently and I have absolutely fantasized about vengeance not violent vengeance because that's not my nature and I've thought about dropping an email that says hey here are the ways that I'm gonna be the victor out of this and then of course I realize how dumb that is one, it proves I'm guilty if I decide to go through it, which I'm not. 
two, gives others the ability to prepare for it, which, if you truly want vengeance, is dumb. Uh, what are you doing, weirdo? You're gonna fall off the couch. Your, your butt's like barely on the couch. And yeah, revenge isn't a worthwhile use of energy. <laughs> you were such a dork. Are you stuck to the couch? Are you stuck to the couch? Stop getting stuck to the couch. Yeah, I know. You... Oh, stop it. Did you get stuck again? Free cat. And now she's stuck to the carpet. She has a scratching post. She uses it. Maybe she's losing control of her toenails, her claws. Yeah, revenge. That's what we're talking about. I am. I am not at a hundred percent this morning. I did not sleep as much as I wanted to. Your enemy should not be told of your intentions. Now, I think there's another way we could think of about. Think of that, and that may or may not have been the uh, the intent of the quote. In sparring, in self-defense, in in whatever combat scenario, real or, or orchestrated, most of us telegraph what we're doing. We we have certain movements that indicate what we're going to do, and those don't set us up for success. Now, working on that, being better at not indicating to our partner or opponent what we're going to do, that's really difficult. That's, a, that's some, some powerful training there. Stuff that most of us don't do. What's the best way to work on that? Cell phone, get some video, watch yourself from different angles. Oh, before I do this, I do this. One of the things I was playing with yesterday, um, if you think about a reverse punch, right? I'm gonna hold my hands up really silly. Right, punch, punch, punch. We know that motion, that initiating motion is the most difficult thing, which is why people do funny things. They move their feet, they move their head. And I think there's something there. I think there's something in the idea of initiating with that retraction versus the, the push of the punch. That to initiate here, I think there's something there. This is where I really wish I had um, a bag with a force meter on it, so I could I could test some of this stuff out. I was playing with it speed-wise, and I, it's it's too small of a difference to be able to tell. But I think there's something there. There's it comes back to an object at rest tends to stay at rest, right? So what is the most efficient, the most economical method to initiate motion that doesn't 
spoil what you're trying to do. A lot of people take a step or they'll move their head or they'll pull something back. And so you're trying to hide it. This is where bouncing comes in and a lot of combat sports. And I think there's a way for just about everything for you to initiate that motion such that it's hard to see. And that's the place that I started thinking about. This was with that reverse punch. Start with, with this hand. Think about this hand first, the retraction hand. Because, so what if they pay attention to this hand? Good. This hand is the one that's not the threat. Bam, bam. That's the one that's going to smack him in the whatever. Right in the face. There's a tangent for you. This is the majority of my training right now. It's thinking about these things. It's taking these concepts and, and experimenting with them and trying to reason through them from a kinesiology perspective. Last quote of the day. Whatever is going on inside your head has everything to do with how well you end up performing. D.C. Gonzalez. Whatever is going on inside your head has everything to do with how well you end up performing. Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you confident? Are you scared? And performing doesn't necessarily mean some big performance competition, test, peer review, whatever. It's everything we do. If you go through the day feeling like crap, everything you do is going to be substandard. Or at least below what it could be. If you go through your day, feeling good about yourself, feeling positive. It's going to be a better day. The first words out of my mouth when I get out of bed in the morning, every day, it's going to be a great day. And I believe that. Am I wrong sometimes? Yeah. More often than not, it's a great day. There are things that I can focus on and, and dwell on and say, this part of today sucked but there's far more that I can say that's great. Think about it from the, think about the things that a huge part of the world does not have. If you're watching this show, there's a pretty good chance that you have enough food. You have a warm place, cool place to live. You have clothes. You are not under threat of, of violence. Hopefully not. Uh, I'm, obviously, violence could mean a number of things, but I'm, I'm initially going to like war, um, genocide sort of things. You have internet access. You have access to this. You have, which means you've got entertainment and education available to you. These are things that a good portion of the world does not have. We're lucky. We are fortunate where we were born and when we were born and who we were born to. If you compare that to what it could be, our worst days are still pretty great. I look at some of the financial things going on in my life that are really difficult. I haven't been late on any payments. I haven't gone bankrupt. 
but managed to find a way. I keep finding a way. That's pretty great. I'll continue to feel great about that. And I get coffee. I have an almost unlimited amount of coffee. Should I start writing my coffee off to Whistlekick? I could do that. I think I could justify that. It's not like coffee's expensive. What's that cat coffee? There's that coffee that that type of cat eats and poops out. And apparently it's very expensive and worthwhile. I don't think I want cat poop coffee. Somebody out there probably knows what I'm talking about. The rest of you think I'm insane. That's okay. It's a thing. Trust me. These aren't like domestic cats. I think these are wild cats. There's a berry. There's a cup. Well, it's coffee. Some place that coffee grows and some type of wild cat and it's a whole thing. And that's a weird way to end a show, but that's where we're going to go out. Now, if you want to support the work that we do, including shows like this, this is like the PBS drive, you got a few things you can do. Help us out. Make a purchase at whistlekick.com. Use the code FIRSTCUP15 if you want. Save 15%. Uh, Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash whistlekick. John says, I thought it was monkey coffee. It might also be monkey coffee. I don't know. I thought it was cat. Maybe maybe somebody can do some research and, and post some information. Um... If you want to leave a comment, question... Once the show's over, drop it below. I'll respond to it tomorrow. And we do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. Eastern, here on YouTube. Catch it later. You can watch it anytime. You can listen to it in audio. There's usually a couple-day delay on that one. Thank you to Frank for his quotes. And thank you to all of you for watching, whether live or later. I appreciate you all. Have a great day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Peace.